This is Jim Minion from Two Loose Screws. I'm listening to Barbecue Central. Let's go! We'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the really big barbecue central show. This is the show where we talk about all things that are important to the world of barbecue and grilling. This show originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the north coast i'm your program host greg rempe happy to have you aboard here on your tuesday evenings a live fire fun and frivolity show if you want to get in touch with the show or if you want to follow the show during off show hours here's how you, you can do get it. in touch with the show by sending an email to greg at the bbq central show.com follow us on all the social media channels at bbq central show and be sure to subscribe to the show podcast feed on your favorite podcast platform anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website the bbq central show.com and here's what's happening in case you get the newsletter coming up in about 12 minutes from now We use it a lot, especially if you have charcoal-driven cookers. That's charcoal. But in the grand scheme of the charcoal industry, it appears that there is first place and everybody else. And a lot of folks don't really know everybody else. It's Kingsford and then what other brands that you might have available to you in your particular region. Somebody in Texas might have access to something that people in Ohio or people in Canada or people in Arkansas, right on down the list. We all might have access to different other brands where the Kingsford brand is universally available globally even. So what am I getting at? I'm getting at this. We're going to be talking about new charcoal. Well, not new necessarily, but perhaps new to some of you. Joey Machado, Texas Original Charcoal, 914. So we'll talk to Joey about how he got into the charcoal business. A lot of you might know the name Joey Machado. You would associate that with brands like B&B and Fogo and some other great companies. Blues Hog for a number of years. But finally had enough of doing it for other folks and bought into a business and now he's doing it his own right also sells some really great cookers so looking forward to talking with joey machado 11 minutes from now 35 past the hour because it is the third tuesday of a month it's time to talk business 
and new releases and trademarks and law and all that with our pal over at cookoutnews.com. Wes Wright rejoins the show for uh, for his monthly segment as we get ready to close out here 2023, which, by the way, rapidly coming to a close. Then we'll move into the second hour where we will find much like a quarter from hmm, a quarter from three months ago to be redundant. 14 past the second hour, our last quarterly visit from Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue, barbecue trailer owner operator Joe Martinez. Now, in this instance, it's going to be a little bit different of an interview. It's going to set up like this, where before it was run up to day one of sales, and then what was Q1 like, Q2, Q3, Q4. We've done all of that, but through the calendar year, Joe was open longer than we've actually been doing this particular podumentary of his here in 2023. So we're going to do what Q4 looked like in his first year of business and then through that we're going to then try and get caught up as we get ready to turn the page on the year and i did talk with joe through soundcheck yesterday while i thought i had a 2024 podumentary all lined up in fact two folks came down to the hartville hardware barbecue and grilling competition and demonstration exhibition they didn't pitch themselves to me, but they said, hey, we're opening a barbecue supply restaurant here west side of Cleveland. And I thought this would be great. They're not open yet. We can track them in real time. We can do 2024 podumentary on barbecue supply store life. That has slowly dwindled to where I think we're going to wait on that. So they've done some due diligence on their part. Maybe it doesn't seem or feel like it's the right time to open barbecue supply. I think they were in Amherst, Ohio, or somewhere like that. So we'll wait on them. But in lieu of that, because I wanted to have some form of documentary, podumentary, as we call it, Joe Martinez has agreed to stay on because why? Very important. Joe has said on a number of occasions through the 2023 podumentary that we've been doing, He's looking in earnest to do brick-and-mortar restaurant. What would be better than following the trials and tribulations of converting from barbecue trailer to brick-and-mortar restaurant owner? Setting up to be a great 2024 podumentary with our pal Joe Martinez. And we know him already, so we have built-in love interest with Joe, of course. Closing the show this evening for the last time in 2023, a quarterly guest, a barbecue editor for Texas Monthly. In fact, the barbecue editor for Texas Monthly. And we'll be talking about a best of list because we all love lists this time of year. Daniel Vaughn joins us once again. And that's going to close out the show here this evening as we lead into Christmas which will take place on Monday. And yes, Danielle, we will have a show on Tuesday. In fact, it is booked solid for next Tuesday already. Don't forget, you can follow me socially, Instagram, X, the Ticker Talks, and the Snappy Snaps at BBQ Central Show. 
We say good evening to those of you watching tonight through one of our video streaming platforms. You can go to Facebook, which is facebook.com slash BBQ Central Show. You can also go to X, which is twitter.com slash BBQ Central Show. Or you can watch on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash at BBQ Central Show. So all the same handles, depending on what property you're going to go to on the internet, you want to do a slash or a slash at if you're going to YouTube. By the way, we do have a YouTube poll question of the week. And yeah, I see you, King, are in there saying that I'm hitting the poll really hard with the question. But this question is a setup for something later on in the show. I'm asking everybody this, YouTube poll question of the week, guests included. Do you eat vegetables? Currently, 100% of you are saying, yes, you do eat vegetables. By the way, while I am staunchly against onions at any and all costs, and I will eat them only under the most grievance of protest, I also eat vegetables regularly. I find them to be fascinating, texturally inclusive and in a number of dishes, great all by themselves for the most part. So I'm a big vegetable eater, big vegetable believer, like the vitamins that you get in those, the minerals. But again, I'm not taking the week off of the poll question. It's a lead in to a much cooler take. But I'm just drawing you in with my nonsense here. So this is where I usually hit you with an opening take, but I'm going to forego that because I have had weeks of not giving you fan feedback from shows past. And we will start with John in Michigan who writes in Greg, when meathead takes the wheel, it just sucks. L O L. What the F was that? And that, sh that game show he was running last Tuesday Regards, John. John, you know with me, you, over longevity, if you continue to give good stuff to the show, and Meathead has given well over a decade of mostly good stuff to the show, I will fall victim to it. He pitched it to me. I said, let's run with it. Little did I know it was going to be a disaster. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Meathead has earned himself the right to never tell me how to run the segment he wasn't telling me but he suggested it and i gave him some rope he hung himself terry in ohio greg the embedded correspondence segment has become my favorite part of the show i love hearing each of your thoughts on the questions that are asked i love that you are going further in depth on some of those as well kudos to you and i think rusty is as tough as they come showing up so quickly after coming back from an emergency room visit on a number of days at that. Rusty, you're the man. Regards, Terry. So thank you for writing it. Joey Machado will be showing up here shortly. Before we get to him, we'll talk to you about Pits and Spits. Are you tired of settling for mediocre grilling experiences? It's time to... Step your game up. Do I have that somewhere? Hold on. It's time to step your game up. Step your game up. I have it. 
Bring the ultimate flavor and cooker to your backyard barbecues. Pits and Spits Charcoal Grills offer the highest quality live fire cooking experience that you can get in the market today using either wood or charcoal. Their solid fuel grills produce those classic flavors you're looking for when you have the time to fire up the grill and cook for friends and family, perhaps this coming weekend. With a large adjustable fuel tray, you can raise and lower the fire to control and fine-tune the heat. This is their take on the very popular Santa Maria-style grill. Check them out online, pitsandspits.com slash Central. That's pitsandspits.com, all spelled out with the double T on the pits and the spits slash Central. And as you're checking out, once you fall in love with that dream charcoal grill that will last generations, save yourself 150 bucks. why don't you? Use promo code CHARCOALCENTRAL at checkout. That's CHARCOALCENTRAL, not BBQ Central. Charcoal Central at checkout. I will save you 150 bucks. I'll eat that off the cost of the charcoal grill that you buy. Have it shipped to your door. And again, you're going to love it for the rest of your life. And whatever live fire lover you have in your life that you can pass it on to, they're going to love you for loving them enough to give it to them. Pitsandspits.com slash BBQ Central. The website, Charcoal Central, the promo code to check out for $150 off. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com or Lowe's.com or Walmart.com if you would prefer. All the great varietals of cooking pellets at Walmart, Lowe's, and Amazon, except you get incredible shipping rates over there as well. So why not save money where you can? Absolutely. Kinger saying, eat too much raw onion and you can smell like one. Absolutely. Just one of the many reasons I would never eat onions, aside from the fact that I don't understand how any human being ever can eat a raw onion by choice. I had a neighbor growing up in the mean streets of Bainbridge, Ohio, as a middle-aged youth. He ate them like apples. Peel the onion papers off in his hand like an apple, but not an apple. Raw onion and just to the face. 
like, what is going on over here? He later uh, committed many multiple murders and he's in prison for life now. I'm just kidding, Brian. He's not real. But this guy ate raw onion like apples. So now I will say in all truthfulness here, putting all my cards on the table. I will actually go out of my way to try and not eat garlic as well, but expressly for the purpose that Kinger has mentioned. For me, Sicilian, got the skin, got the earl in the blood, all that stuff. When I eat garlic, I love it. It's, this isn't like hate onions taste-wise and they are vile, the devil's food. I love garlic. It loves me so much, it never wants to leave. So I will try my best to skirt around it. But sometimes you can't help it, or you don't know, or what am I going to show up at somebody's house? and Did you put garlic in here? I would just rather not smell like it for a week. But if the gloves are off, the gloves are off. What can I tell you? All right, joining me now, a not first-timer, but he might be a second-timer to the show. Owner of Texas Original Charcoal Company, Joey Machado, joining us here on the show. Uh-oh. Joey? Are you there? Let me punch up the right... No, I'm sorry. Let me go to line seven over here. Joey, how are you, pal? This is even doubly weird. Because as most of you know, I don't have a phone line. (laughs) Let me try line 18. That's blinking. We race to the hotline and welcome back our pal, Joey Machado, to the... Oh, dear. I think we have an issue, as they say in the business. Which means our guest is not there. (laughs) Is he there? Yeah. No. Just in from Joey Machado, feeling under the weather, body aches, the whole nine yards, and he's not going to make it. Get that big stuff out of here. What are you going to do? People get sick. Maybe he's got an Omicron variant. And away we go. So, no Joey Machado. I'll have to send him a link so he can rebook himself in 2024. Had I had even a bit more heads up, I would have tried to execute a rebook with cigar expert, friend of the show, and general sales manager over at the, the number two guyscigars.com, Mr. Jonathan. But we can't do that either. I knew, knew. So now I'm left to fend for myself. Oh, dear. What could I possibly have to talk about? Well, luckily, for as good as the guests were last week and line them up one right after another, Meathead unveiling the worst game show ever in the history of game shows. That was great. Although, I will say this. After we got through the most painful game show ever in the history of game shows, Meathead saved the segment with this little gem. In fact, I'm going to use the term viral because all the kids are saying it, everybody. 
when they get more than like 300 views on an Instagram reel. I made a micro content piece buzzword with Meathead's talk of how he does prime rib. Usually we do a whole dissertation on prime rib, where it comes from, how you twine it up to make sure it's all the same thickness, how it doesn't matter if it's three pounds or 10 pounds, as long as it's the same shape in cylinder, it cooks in the same amount of time, 18 pounds, six pounds, whatever. Meat had talked about coolering the already, so he said, I sous vide. I've gone to sous viding my rib roasts. And then, because I probably, did he say over the river and through the woods? He puts the already sous vided meat in bag into a hot cooler. Sounds like he's got some type of tempered water in there. At the temperature he was probably sous viding at or close to. And here he is. Sticking the bag in a cooler full of probably the same temperature water, keeping it right in. And you know, if he's got half a quality cooler, the thing's going to hold temperature for hours and hours on end. It was a revelation. And that thing went <clears throat> viral on Instagram. People saying, I never thought of this. I'm going to try that this coming weekend. The list goes on. So, for as good or bad as that game show was the great portion. And it was literally a minute of great content coming out of meathead in that segment. Coolering the already sous vide rib roast. Again, a revelation, especially on social. Of course, everyone loves Robert Moss. He had a great segment. Everybody loving the insight and takes that he's bringing to the table every month. Withstanding all of that and retaining and still the the retainer of the title event generating the most new news in 2023 is what? Here comes the money. Here comes the money. Ching, bling, bling, come to cheddar. If you ain't with the gang, then your money don't matter. Yes, friends, it is Memphis in May once again, or Memphis, the city in general that happens to have competing contests. I don't even know how we can say it. the Memphis affair. Malcolm said something about. The Memphis and May affair. Maybe that was for the KCB. I don't know. You can't call it Memphis and May because now it's encompassing multiple events. However, December 14th, that would be five days ago, a PRNewsWire.com news release sent to me by Carrie Bringle, who was on the show three weeks ago now talking about this new event. New barbecue festival and fan experience will deliver the biggest cash prize in pork barbecue history. Not saying biggest prize in competition barbecue history, although I don't know a lot of 
barbecue competitions in general that are exceeding a total prize purse of a quarter mil. Few and far between. Ronnie Cates used to run Smoke on the Water, and he was doing $100,000 contests in overall purse. I don't know what the winner was getting, and I'm not going to guess what the winner was getting, but I can tell you this. Forward Momentum, the organizers of the new barbecue festival to take place from May 16th through the 18th, 2024, at where Tom Lee Park announced that the festival's overall prize money will be a cool $250,000 poly spread across a number of categories. Most important part here, because two weeks ago when Malcolm and Heath were on, while Heath was saying, I'm going to run with the big dogs over at Memphis in May, if that's at the Liberty Bowl or wherever the hell else it's going to be at, that's where the big teams are going to be. That's where the world championships are going to be. That's where the auto qualifiers, if I win, are going to be. So I'm going to run there. Malcolm did happen to say, and then again, backed it up on his own podcast a week later, which I played cuts from. I want to know what the prize money's like. Well, I can tell you this. There is a $50,000 prize purse for the grand champion. 50 grand. That means pursuant to Malcolm only because he said in the cut that they're spending roughly $35,000 to compete at Memphis in May for the last handful of years. It was 3500 the first year, has progressively gone up since then, and over the last number of years, it's $30,000, $35,000. That means back out expenses, he's still plus fifteen k in the black. He's made money on Memphis in May, which I don't think anybody goes to Memphis in May with the thought that they're going to make money. Depending on how much you put into your booth or your spot, even if you win the damn thing, you're in the red. This could allow you to make money. It's $50,000 for a grand championship purse payout. Organizers believe this is the largest competition purse in pork barbecue competition history. And big news for Memphis and the barbecue community. Now, you might be saying, why pork? Why are they calling out pork specifically? Because that's all this is. This is also not brisket or chicken. It's ribs. It's pork shoulder and it's whole hog. So I'm assuming, well, they haven't said that that's what all you're going to be cooking in this Memphis new competition is going to be pork. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking about pork barbecue competition history. In a quote, we are committing financially in a big way to send a signal to teams that we're serious about hosting a barbecue contest that will be a world-class event, both from a team's and for a local and out-of-town visitor experience, our mission is to attract the best teams in the U.S. and from around the world and to create a fan experience that will stimulate our local economy and business and keep them coming back year after year, end quote, said Mike Smith from Ford Momentum. By the way, continuing to effort a conversation with Mike Smith here on the show, the new barbecue festival still not named will take advantage of a new design at Tom Lee Park that will show off the park's assets with as little disruption as possible because that went over really well last time. <laughs> yeah. 
Our event is a total fan experience. Barbecue will be at the center of the event, honoring our rich tradition to barbecue in Memphis, and it will appear to a wider, more inclusive audience with live music, games, activity for kids, fireworks, and much, much more, Smith went on to say. Smith said that in January, so like in two weeks, the organization will launch the event's name and announce some interesting partnerships that will give pitmasters and teams more exposure to new fans and audiences. Continuing to quote, we hope to take barbecue to a whole new level. This event will be well-run, financially successful, and a pro- and provide a great platform for world-class barbecue competitors. With that in mind, our entry fees will be in line with other competitions, and we will consult our steering committee who represent the teams to ensure the competition is robust and interesting for fans. Now, in my conversations with folks inside and outside of this, as we talk about this specific competition, I have heard more than once that the fees for this event will end up being less than what Memphis and May currently runs at for whatever the average cost is. I don't know if we should use Malcolm as an average cost, but I think more there's some teams that spend quite a bit more than Malcolm does. So I would say, I don't know, what, 15 grand, 20 grand on the average. So we'll see what the fees are as they start to roll those out. And what's with the holding of the name back until January? Soon enough, it will be a, uh, it will be May. I figure you want to get that stuff out. If you have a name for it already, like why are we sandbagging it until the new year? Nobody cares about that. Get the name out there so everybody like me can call it by its name, give you unsolicited promotion. By the way, if you're looking for new partnerships, new Memphis competition, look no further than your boy right here. I'm a hype man like no other. Forward Momentum also announced that Craig Blondest, a fame central barbecue of famed Central Barbecue in Memphis, has joined the organization's steering committee. His appointment is one of many to be announced over the next few months, alongside pitmaster Kerry Bringle from Peg Lake Porker, who is a winner of numerous barbecue awards over his 31 years in the competitive barbecue world. Continuing to quote our Approach is to involve the barbecue community in how the competition is set up and judged and to involve the business community in creating a uniquely Memphis experience for barbecue fans and tourists who would like to experience our city. Close quote, said Smith. For more information, teams can contact Forward Momentum by using this email address, bbq at mempho, M-E-M-P-H-O, not nympho, weirdos, mempho presents. Dot com. That's bbq at mempopresents.com. And if you're interested in entry form, you can go to bbq. Fa- uh, I'm not even bothering with that. If you want it, I'll send you the link or you can find it over at PR Newswire. It's one of the most recent ones put up. So if you were wondering what the prize payout's going to be, here comes the money. Here comes the money. 200. And $50,000 overall prize, $50,000 prize purse for the grand champion at the new Memphis barbecue competition that is really bidding itself to be far more fan-friendly than most barbecue competitions are. I don't know if I had it 
ready to go in the second take or not, or maybe it was a fan feedback. Somebody was talking about how Kerry Bringle said that they were trying to make an event that was more fan-friendly, or maybe a guest said that competition barbecue isn't a spectator sport. Traditionally, it isn't. It's not really set up to be fan-friendly for people to mill around because there's... Historically, there has been an edict put out to where you can't hand out samples of your food because there's a health code restriction or there's a health code violation or the health department doesn't want. I don't know. But that's typically been the run for that. And that's why it's never been a great experience for fans because fans are coming in as we've heard before especially with some of the other guests over the last couple weeks if you're going to a barbecue competition as a spectator you want to eat you don't care if you're going to be buying it or if it's going to be given to you sampling you want to eat it if you're going there and it's really hard to come by so that's a big drawback and it sounds like the new memphis barbecue competition and festival is going to try and be able to showcase that a little bit more since we're doing lists how about this from johnny brayson over at gear patrol i asked the barbecue cooks and pros what barbecue sauce do you buy at the grocery store one bottle dominated i'll wait who do you think dominated the barbecue sauce who the pros use when they buy it at the grocery store who do you think go ahead Throw them up there. Throw them up there. Come on. Come on. Here you go. Number one. And if you don't have it, shame on you because it's the first one that came to my mind. Number one. What do the pros use? Sweet baby rays. More than any other, if you can believe it. Second. This one was a shocker. Semi-famous Dave's rich and sassy barbecue sauce coming in fourth place. The guy that showed up here last week for his origin story, Tim Shear. Blues Hog, original barbecue stuff. I'm more a fan of the Tennessee red between the two. Actually, if I have my druthers, I'm mixing 75% Tennessee red, 25% Blues Hog original. And that's a tasty sauce. And then number four was Head Country, the original barbecue sauce. Let me make sure I didn't miss any there. Head Country, yeah. So those are your top four. Sweet Baby Ray running away with it. Over 50% of teams saying they buy Sweet Baby Ray's. Famous Dave's Rich and Sassy never had it. Blues Hog Original and Head Country. And we thank Joey Machado for uh, showing up this past segment. I just did it! Wes Wright is ready, though. I know this because I can see him. Right my switcher. By the way, a shocking update to the YouTube poll question of the week that we'll get to here in a second when we ask Wes. Before we do that, I was just having a conversation at lunch where I took my customer out to Das Schnitzel House over in Parma, Ohio, which is the largest suburb of our fair city of Cleveland, which resides behind me here. Not a green screen, by the way. He said, if I don't want to get a pellet cooked and I'm looking at a ceramic, which one should I get? I said, I know exactly what Prima. 
Now, be prepared to spend a little money, but be prepared to save in the long run. Why is that? Because you're getting two grills in one. You're getting one that operates at ridiculous low and slow temperatures, and it does it exceedingly well. Now, it also doubles as a high heat cooker. So if you want to grill, you want to do pizza, you want to move the coals off to the left and the right side, you can do a little indirect. You can move the coals all the way over to one side completely and have another side completely without coals and do a real two-zone fire, which is really where the oval shines. You can't do a true two-zone fire in a round ceramic cooker. But oh my goodness. I mean, I got four inches of snow on the ground right now. It's cold like Mike, but it's going to be 50 tomorrow, so we'll take that. But if I was outside cooking right now, it doesn't matter how cold it is. Ceramics warm up. Fuel consumption reduces. Man, it's great. Multiple, lo- or multiple cooks out of a single load of charcoal. Only sold through dealers. Primogrill.com. Find a dealer near you. Best ceramics in the biz, patented technology, true two-zone cooking capabilities. The list goes on. Find the oval that best fits your life, and then thank me later. And then we enjoyed our veal schnitzel. Wait, mine was pork. Yeah, it was great. Dash schnitzel house. Shout out. We're back with Wes Wright. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Fireboard. Fireboard 2. You can get that. You can also get the Fireboard Spark, which is an instant read meat thermometer, also a one-channel Fireboard. And a clearinghouse to get all the other stuff from a Fireboard multi-import if you're doing that. And, of course, the new Fireboard Beacon. Fireboard.com is a place to go. You call with questions, 816-945-2232. If you do call in, maybe Ted will answer the phone. Tell him the show sent you. He would love that especially. All right, enough of this nonsense. We're back with our pal and creator of cookoutnews.com, Wes Wright. Who is showing up, unlike people that will be uh, remain nameless. Uh, let's forget that. Let's go ahead and name names. Wait, I'm getting ahead of myself, Wes. I apologize. We have a YouTube poll question of the week. It's a loaded YouTube poll question of the week at that, but sounds simple enough. We're asking everybody tonight, and it's yes or no. Do you eat vegetables, Wes? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Sir. Happily or under protest or some of both? Uh, no, I enjoy them. All right. good. It's a loaded question. I'm going to get to it in the second hour. So if, if you tune immediately out after you're done, uh, you can get it Thursday and replay, or you can watch the video at any point on demand because it's auto archives. A lot of stuff to get to here. Before we do that, I was supposed to have Joey Machado on last segment, but he got sick, had a little bit of a sniffy nose, and then couldn't do it. What do you know about the Texas original charcoal company as it relates to the charcoal industry in general. Um, I've talked to Joey about it before. It, it's you know it's supposed to be a. I haven't tried it yet. I want to order some of barbecue guys because I think mm-hmm. they sell it. Um, and 
it's supposed to be a you know ultra premium charcoal so um he you know he's a guy that's been in the business for a long time so he's just kind of his business model was cutting out the middleman essentially and you know bringing that charcoal to market in your estimation if you're getting into the charcoal business should your first thought not should your first thought be i don't want to compete with kingsford um i mean on if you i wouldn't want to compete on with them on like or i mean you can right i mean it's, yeah like running so over cats you're not and they yeah they're like eight they have 80 percent of the market they have all the relationships which is so important with grocery stores and you know big box stores so i i don't see how you can you know they'd have to really screw something up so to be successful you are finding a better niche than what is in essence every other charcoal co- the way i've understood it i was going to ask joey this last segment there's a few companies that seem to be making most of the charcoal. So if you're not digging through the back of the bag to find out where it's coming from or they're not telling you, it's not like there's 483 different original charcoal manufacturers. There's a few companies that seem to be making most of the charcoal. Yeah, that's the way I understand it from, you know, talking to him and what I've read, you know, a lot of it's like white labeled. But yeah, I mean, if you're going to compete with Kingsford, you either got to go even cheaper or you have to go premium i would think you know one of the two you can't just make a comparable briquette big news big news i knew it was coming down the pike and i held it close to the vest i just didn't know exactly when it was going to be released but the biggest news of this past week and perhaps since you were on last time is that blackstone is unveiling or unveiled from I mean, they. <laughs> we'll get into that here in a second. <laughs> they unveiled this past Friday a pellet cooker griddle combo, first of its kind on planet Earth that we know of. So, um, what can you tell me about what I guess, in essence, could end up being a new flagship product for them? Yeah, it looks like a cool product, and it's their first step into pellet grilling. You know, they're so entrenched in in griddles, although they do have some like small gas grills they have too. Um, but it's you know, it looks like a neat product. It's a Lowe's exclusive, which I always am curious on those exclusive relationships because Lowe's has a lot of really nice Blackstone griddles. I don't know if you've looked at their selection, but like the knobs all look good and they look refined. They have that you know, omnivore cooking plate that's supposed to be, you know, the best out there. So it, it retails for eleven ninety nine. They announced it like it was going to be released, but I, you know, I'd search every probably 30 minutes to an hour and I can't find it on Lowe's. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can find the cover for it on Lowe's. I don't think it's, the uh, I don't think it's being technically released until after the first of the year. Oh, is that right? Okay. I'm yeah. Guessing. That's, that's news. That's news to me. I, I, you know, I don't know. That's kind of a missed opportunity, in my opinion, because you generate buzz and then people find it. And I can tell you from my own website, like Google's pushing out my article on it pretty heavily. And <laughs> there's nowhere anyone can go to buy it. So by the time it's actually released, you know, people have short attention spans and mm. you, you're on the risk of they just move on to something else. This was supposed to be kept under wraps <clears throat> until this past Friday. I alluded to it and didn't want to uh, bust it. But earlier in the week, last week, there were pictures of it leaked 
fake leak or real leak? What do you think? I think it's real. I think that's a theme we're seeing amongst that one, you know, uh, go bigger, go barbecue, you know, shout out. He, he sent me the picture, um, instead of look like Lowe's, uh, from some of his background he did, um, mm. which obviously it is, but I, we're seeing that, you know, with, uh, the Traeger flat rock, um, trying to think there a couple other grills that have been released when you have like a wide distribution, you know, if you're just some guy working in the back unloading grills you see something cool you're gonna snap a picture right it's it's with so many stores it's hard to keep that under wraps with that supply chain i was messaging back and forth with the vp of marketing over blackstone and tongue-in-cheek said who gets fired for the leak and his reply back was i would rather be leaked than never be leaked at all so at least it's showing that there's an interest and people uh, would, would generate buzz over it i don't part of me buys into that but the other half of me is like if you're really trying to keep this under wraps and somebody leaks it out there because everybody wants to be first here anymore that's kind of a pisser i would be i would be pissed if i was really trying to keep it under wraps until plus you're building social media tune in on twelve fifteen and showing little flames and trying to build all this hype well meanwhile you know your dick's already out yeah i think there's two cool schools of thought i could i could go either way i you know i feel like a lot of grill companies are more and more like tech especially when you look at traeger and how they were you know uh the trajectory they've been on but that's something that's really popular in the tech industry is is fake leaks you know somebody finds a phone somewhere but not really so you can get out these features and then people you know it, it, i think it's a fine line between your competitors seeing something but usually there's a long development cycle so i don't think that's a real real thing there but you know you get all the features out there and then hopefully it builds up hype and you know people stand in line at an apple store for three hours you know i think that's mm -hmm. the idea thoughts on potential success your speculation yeah i think they'll have success with it i think blackstone's doing a great job and it's a brand that you know that is very well known and it's just seems to be growing so i i think too if you're picking you know two things that are are popular you know for for purchases it's pellet grills you know if you'll seem like everyone wanted one of those whether or not they already have them is another story but uh and griddles you know that's so you can get two in one and, and save yourself buying two grills. When you look at the spec of it, and there's a number of pictures out there now. So if you're listening to us and you don't know exactly what we're talking about, you can Google search it up pretty quick, or you can go to Wes's website and see everything that he has posted. All my social media stuff is eliminated because I did it on stories. What did you like that you saw that's on it? And what didn't you like? Or what would you have hoped would have been included if it's not? Uh, I think they, on the pellet, well, you know, it's kind of two halves there. So the pellet grill half, I think they really, you know, they nailed everything you could want there. It has, you know, I didn't see a temperature range, but I'm sure it's competitive, whatever it is. Um, it's $11.99 for the whole thing, which seems pretty reasonably priced for, you know, a, a duo grill like that. Uh, then, uh, you know, it has Wi-Fi connectivity, four meat probes, 20-pound pellet pop a pellet hopper and um they have uh, s uh they have a neat like folding grill grate thing you can do inside which is kind of neat and it also it's 
they have a, a rollover lid, which is a neat design feature. So I, you know, I, I, there's not much more you could want on the pellet grill side. Uh, the griddle side, you know, it's whether or not two burners is enough for you and what you're using it for. Uh, that's that's really the only thing. But also, you know, you don't want this giant like chain of a train of a grill though either. So, you know, it's kind of you have to pick your poison. Yeah. So two things that stood out to me, I, w- I would want a 36 inch griddle on that. I think it's 22 inches across and, you know, 20 or whatever it is deep. So I would definitely want another 14 inches of griddle from left to right. Maybe it's a three burner at that point. The 36 I have now, or 36 inch I have now, is actually four burner. But I don't know if it's the one on the combo is as uh, would be as deep. But I would want a little bit more left to right. Number one, number two, I don't know what the fascination with companies putting raw cast iron for grates. Like, who cares about that? To me, that's a headache. I wish they would have consulted with me before they put this thing into production. And I would say either do a porcelain coated cast iron. I understand what the response back is going to be. Oh, cast iron heats up, even heating, blah, blah, blah. If you want to grill on it, whatever. I'm not going to grill on that thing. Or do like the heavy, the nice uh, gauge steel bars, uh, the stainless steel bars, whatever you find in some of the higher end stuff. I think raw cast iron for the general consumer, they're not going to keep up with it and you're going to get one spot of rust on that and it's going to spread around and now you got somebody going, oh my grill grates, rust all over the place. What's the, why do people like to put in cast iron or is it cheap? Um, I I think it's a trade-off with heat retention is that, you know, it holds heat so well. So, you know, it it probably helps with sear marks, I would imagine too. Um, You know, someone else can, saying otherwise i'm a fan of stainless steel grates myself i don't like the or the like i don't like the fake coated metal ones that aren't really stainless i you know i like a true stainless steel grate and even if the heat retention is good you know just from a durability standpoint you know i think that's that's the way i would go is there a better brand than blackstone in the live fire industry right now covering all the bases Um, I, I don't think a sing singular brand. No, mm-hmm. I would say that they're, that, the, you know, I feel like they're releasing what people want. You know, they have what's hot. They have a griddle. They have a pizza oven, which is hot. They have now a pellet grill. You know, I, I think that, that they're kind of figuring it out and they're probably doing better than a lot of other companies. Would it make sense for them to at some point release a gas grill? I know it would be counter to the griddle. But could that complete their portfolio in a, in a sense? Uh, it, it depends what they're thinking is, you know, I think gas, if you look at the trends, gas grills like decline every year, even though they're overwhelmingly still the most popular grill. So it's, it's whether you're betting on the future of that or, you know, all their materials about, you know, why a griddle is so much better and you don't need a gas grill. So it'd be kind of funny to release a gas grill because then, you have to figure out your messaging there, but uh, you know, I I think that they're having enough success just pushing that a griddle can do everything, you know, that a gas grill can for the most part. So they do have little gas grills. I think they could easily make a big gas grill. I I just mm. I don't know. I'd be pretty surprised if they did. I did see in one of the promo videos where they're they were obviously reverse searing a tomahawk in the griddle or the pellet cooker side. 
and then they had the griddle on and they just went like from one side boom slam the tomahawk down on the griddle side to start getting the sear get that crust on it so that was a pretty cool thing switching out of blackstone let's go to traeger for a second since we've already mentioned them they had a fairly large recall on their newest item which happens to be a griddle called the flat rock what can you tell us about that from reading the the release on it it sounds like some of the labels on the hand on the uh the control knobs for the gas burners were mislabeled so my guess is off isn't really off you know it's it's on <laughs> so uh I, I think that's what the 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 replacement is is that you can contact them and they'll send you a new knob that's properly labeled is there a fire hazard with that or are you just burning through liquid propane because it's not technically off uh if you yeah i mean if you thought it was off and you were just had an open fire i think that's probably a no-no i you know mm -hmm. that'd scare me at least to just have a burning gas grill outside um <laughs> any predictions for traeger uh, in 2024 cookers acquisitions accessories stuff like that yeah i think you know they've redesigned the top of the line their timber line they redesigned the ironwood i think they're gonna release a new pro which is their entry-level wi-fi connected uh, grill. I think we'll see that same style trickle down to that. I'm I'm guessing in 24. Ready for my guess for Traeger? <coughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> gas grill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Book it. Uh, Masterbuilt has brought two new grills to market. One might be a bit of a revamp, but the other one is uh, new. So the first one I'd like to hit is that gravity cooker which is in my estimation probably the best item that master built has really ever made it seems to have seen a lot of success it seems to work pretty well what can you tell us about that one? yeah it's it's neat i i have a gravity series that works well um you know i have some minor complaints but overall it works well and it's um it's actually the way they built it is similar to their portable charcoal grill which i have one of those two where the you have a little compartment on the side that you load with charcoal um, and then you you light it and then there's a fan that you know controls it and it, it works just like a, a regular grill except you just set the temperature um, and it's charcoal so it's it's uh, it works well you know even their portable works well the only real downside is it can get a little hot next to that box so you know you don't get great uniformity but um, I think you know I think they'll, they'll have success with that it's and I agree master built you know, their gravity series is really the, the best thing they have going and ever have. What was the second cooker they were doing? Um, it's, it's called the, I want to say XT gravity series XT. So they, it's bigger. And then from the connected Joe, they took that controller and mm -hmm. put it on it instead of the kind of, it's kind of crappy, the one they have on there now. And then it's a redesigned manifold. So you don't get flare ups. So is master built the ones that created the connected Joe? Like they have the technology on that, they own all that. Yeah, they're. <laughs> I mean, they have a patent for it. I is it know, a different company I, that does it? <laughs> yeah, according to the the, I think the Primo Grill uh, interview <laughs> that I listened to on your site yeah. that it was shopped to them, but they do have a patent on the technology. Mm. I've read the patent, so mm. interesting. I didn't know that CES 
was such a hot spot for grill manufacturers or grill sellers to showcase their new wares. Did you know CES was that hot? No pun intended. No, I, I had heard, you know, a grill or two maybe in history being released there. Maybe I, I, I don't track CES that much. It always looks like a cool, fun time, you know, with all sorts of gadgets and stuff. But yeah, I mean, two different, you know, grill companies mm-hmm. releasing <laughs> grills there. So that's, that's an interesting trend to follow. Let's look at a 2023 recap. Best thing that happened in the business of live fire in 2023. Uh, I'd, I'd have to go with what WC Bradley's doing. Mm. They, you know, they bought Pit Boss and you know yep. under Dansons, uh, Oklahoma Joe's. They have some really cool stuff that just came out, and you know, an, another thing in the pipeline that'll be in early January. Uh, then they also released that new electric grill brand that'll be at CES. I just think, you know, even with Charbroil too, they have more uh, outdoor kitchen options. I think they're just really, you know doing a great job so i I think that's to me the best thing in 23 worst thing that happened in 2023 uh weber being taken private (laughs) i'd say you know that happened early 23 because they were plummeting um and i i you know we miss out on a lot of information there and you know we'll we'll see what happens in your best guess biggest news item that we'll see in 2024 I think actually it'll it'll be with Weber, and I don't know. Nope. Maybe me personally, I think this is neat. I don't know if any everyone else is on board, but I think they release a smart gas grill in twenty four, where you can control it with your phone. All the burners uh, run off uh, electronics. Wow. I think that's a pretty big story and transformative for gas grills. Wes Wright is running cookoutnews.com. Make sure you're over there multiple times a week so you can see what's going on. You can find him here on the third Tuesday of every month. And we look forward to starting off January 2024 with some new hot news. Wes, appreciate the time this year and all the segments, the great information. We look forward to continuing it on next year. Yeah, sounds good. As always, thanks for the time. You got it. Wes Wright. Killing it as always, of course. So we thank him for joining us. I'm trying to think of what my 2024 prediction is going to be. I'll write that down and then we'll talk to the embedded correspondents next week as it's week four already, if you can believe. All right, we'll wrap the, sh- wrap the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. And we thank Wes Wright for joining us last segment. Cookoutnews.com, his website. Alan F. saying prices for Weber products are outrageous. It seemed to happen when they were going public. Uh, that also happened to be in pandemic times and pricing on everything is, went outrageous, still outrageous. Starting to cool a little bit, depending on how you look at the Fed and interest rates and job markets and all that stuff. But everything seems to be pretty expensive right now, and still. 
but in the teeth of the pandemic, no doubt about it. All right, we're going to wrap the first hour. Let's refresh libations. If I had time, I'd go grab a coffee to get us into the second hour, but it's just water for me. We'll see you on the other side. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. 